0: river kids, picking up stones like David did, watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge. We went to church in a Detroit car, our daddies drank draft at the local bar, with a naked back just like old granddad did.
1: And we like cold cake beer, fixing up trucks. Old bird dogs and the woman we love Maxwell has steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers
0: send them to the sky Must stop by Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Marcus Show. Bro, I am your host, as I am every single time, Marcus himself. It is Friday, September 22nd, and as always, I am brought to you with my partner in crime, my number two. He is the 22 to my 26, Ryan. Ryan, buddy, how's it going?
1: I was expecting an analogy like that, but... Ryan... Not in that way, but... Anyways,
0: we got some stuff to talk about, don't we? Oh, well, we do. We got we some do. stuff to talk about. And uh all right. Let's let's just let's this just do it. let's, just, right let's just get it out. Let's just get it out. Steelers 26, Browns 22. Now we I think we both have a lot of thoughts. I think there's yes. a lot of things we're both gonna talk I about. I've
1: definitely calmed down since then. You know, you read, you know, you watch some game clip or Clips of the game, game highlights, read some things. It's like, okay, like Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought, but. So, you know,
0: let's. There's so many different ways we can start. Let's start with Chubb. Let's just start with Chubb because I think Uh, that was. I think that's one of the biggest things that came out of the game. Now, I'm going to give my side and then I want you to kind of give your side on it. Okay. Um. If you watch the plays before so the the notion that Minka did it on purpose. Um now, A, yes, am I gonna defend my guy? Of course. Of course I am. That being said, if you watch some of the plays before, I think Minka realized he couldn't hit Chubb high. If you watch some of the other shots that he had when he went to tackle when he was filling, he was hitting knee to waist. It was
1: it was Well, Minka has had a bad history of whiffing on tackling Nick Chubb.
0: Yes. So I think that he no. was really committed to, I'm not going to hit him high, I'm just going to try to cut him down. Now. I'm going to try to cut him down. The angle at which he hit him in, yeah, so so if you've been living under a rocker, you don't know, or you know you're not picking it up, uh, there was a play near the goal line where uh Nick Chubb was um running to the left, planted his foot, and as he planted his foot, Minka Fitzpatrick came in, hit his knee, and it kind of... It, not kind of it buckled inside. Yeah. Um, he went down, and it was kind of immediate. Like you know, you could see it from the. You replays. heard like the whole.
1: I don't think I've ever heard a stadium go like
0: oh, like,
1: especially like that, especially not the away stadium. The away yeah.
0: stadium for from the team from the the guy that got injured. So, um, you know. Again, I'm gonna defend my guy. I I, I any any person now if they find out that Minka was purposefully trying to hit him low right there to take him out. Um, that's not going to sit well in my stomach. But I I just... I think the game moves
1: so fast. You can't like football, make... The- it's it's a very physical and violent game. Like, yes. It's part... of like, Injuries are part of the game. Yes. Whether or not it's intentional is... It just goes on to a long list of Browns players getting hurt against the Steelers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so... It's, you know, I... We
1: don't have to get into all the others because we, we, we'd be here for a while.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just, you know,
1: I don't know. Um, now, Minka did end up in the hospital.
0: Yeah, so he had the chest injury, and I think that happened when he was diving. Um... It was
1: one, I think it was the block Watson laid on him. You think so? On Jerome Ford, run, because yes. if you watch, Watson had a, a nice block. He kind of lowered his shoulder well, into his chest i knew sort of i knew
0: it was on the forward run i thought it was when he dove to, to catch him that i think he have, landed on his chest really,
1: that could have been it but maybe watson's kind of just ignition like he yes. hit something but he, it made it worse sort and of i things.
0: and i haven't heard anything since i haven't heard anything you know one way or the other about if he's good or if he's not good right um
1: i guess and no so, news is good news
0: yeah and so um yeah. Uh. So Minka ends up ends up going to the hospital as well. I think that what was that? The third quarter, had to have been.
1: Yeah. It, it was it third was. quarter. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So yeah. I mean, to to kind of get back to the Chub thing, like yeah, it's the same knee he injured when he was in college. Yes. And He destroyed. And
1: he it, tore yeah. every ligament in his knee except for his ACL. As and, part, like, which is crazy yes. to believe because and he dislocated is like the, it. Yes. Yeah. And he
0: dislocated it.
1: Have you ever seen the picture of that?
0: No, and I don't want to.
1: Okay, don't. Yeah, I'll just give you his legs like bent. It's like planted into the ground. His legs like I can't even. You can't even like. Is it like backwards? Kind of like pushed in like that. Yeah, like plant. Yeah, it's yeah. Not good. Yeah.
0: No, I'm I'm good on that. I'll pass.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's the same leg.
0: Yeah, and, and I, that's what that's what stinks is it's like it's not just a. Now here's the thing. I'll, I'll fully admit it, one hundred percent. If Chubb plays the whole game, I don't think the Steelers win. Because they were he was, he was gashing. He was gashing the
1: Steelers. And I think for a time, I think it sucked the life out of the Browns. Like it was just they were just kind of like almost like our guy. Like our our big dog just went down. And it just like sucked the life. I think out of the offense. I mean, the defense never really missed a beat. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The offense and, and I think that, you know, nobody is Chubb. No. He's, he's, he's one of a kind, but Ford is not a bad, Is not Ford a bad option. Well,
1: he's not Chubb. I mean, he, you know, he only has like, well, coming into this game, he only had like barely over 20 career carries. And I yeah. thought he played well, he had a couple, like that 69 yard run that he had was a real, where he you know, cut back and, mm-hmm. you know, just outran everyone except for whoever. Yeah, and he and his other run that he had where it looked like it was in the fourth quarter, I think, looked like it was going to be hit for like a five yard loss. Yeah, and he just like and he just yes, he, he like ran around and just went sh- like straight down the sideline and almost got the first down.
0: The the cutback, the cutback he hit, I saw it from like miles away. I was like, oh my god, if they if they don't cover this, because like when as he was stretching it to the right, you could see that cutback lane open up, and I was like, if he makes one cut, he's going to come back and he's going to be gone. Actually, Oak
1: and yeah. Joby with them, he had a chance to get him right before he cut back, and yeah. he didn't didn't bring him down. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um But, but yeah, I, I think they will be, but for the for the Browns to you know have the season that they want to, you know they were going to rely on Nick Chubb because obviously he's really good. Mm-hmm. I still think they can reach that goal, but even when they had Chubb, it all still comes down to Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like, it, it, and I had said this all off season, like. Deshaun Watson is like he's going to make or break their season because mm-hmm. as talented as the Browns' defense is, I I think their defense is good enough to win them maybe one or two games this year. Similar because I think we can agree the Steelers' defense won the game for you guys.
0: Yeah, we'll get into the, the entirety of the game here yeah. in a bit. I think we'll kind what, of break yeah. down big points I, I just, here. I, yeah, we're we're
1: still kind of on the Nick Chubb thing, and you are right. He w- I thought he was going to break a long one, and he was close a couple of times. Like mm-hmm. he kind of whoever twenty three is on your defense, I. Chubb kind of he kind of just ran right into mm-hmm. Chubb, and Chubb kind of just bounced right off of him. Yeah, like earlier yeah. in the game, like he was tearing you guys up. No, he
0: was. He was. He was the uh, the the longer he started just like at the beginning they were they were bottling up pretty well, and then mm-hmm. before he went out he was getting like seven eight yards of carry and it's like this we can't live like this if he this was, is gonna literally happen. like the
1: perfect running back to where he can run you over. And he's fat. He's got enough getaway speed to where he can beat you over the top, sort of yes. thing. like he he can he can run through you and past you.
0: Yes, and that's tough to defend. I mean, it's really really tough to defend.
1: Mm-hmm. He um, he's almost like a two and one sort of thing, to where you got some you have the more physical backs who they're going to run over you, but you know they're not going to run past you. Sort he, of. He's
0: thing. he's kind of like Henry three year three or four years ago. Derek yes. Henry, like three to three, he's maybe not even big five as years Derek ago. Henry, but yes, yes. But f- physicality wise, yes. and. And, and the speed when Derek would get into open space, I don't know if Derek's running away from as many people like, you know, anymore, but, um, like four or five years ago when he had less tread on the tires or more tread on the tires, I should say, he, uh, he could get away, but, um, you know, obviously as a fan of football, I'm, you know, on record, not a Browns fan, never will pretend to be a Browns fan, hate the Browns, hate Cleveland sports. Um. I'm sorry. I do not know any s- of this. I know. I'm going to say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, the the biggest thing um, that I could say is I, I do hope he comes back and plays football because as a football fan, um, he's just – when he's not playing Did you team, see the he's report fun to that watch.
1: It might require two surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. Like – and I think he's cap- – like, he's already made it back once. Like, when he was on the Pivot podcast, he talked about, like, that knee injury he had against – it was Tennessee – It was in 2015, where he thought his like football career was over Mm -hmm. after that. And he worked his way back and yeah, got to you know the level of where he was. And then look, look, and look what he got to. And it's just he's gonna have to fight through it again. It'll be a little tougher because he's got more mileage on them than what he did when he was 19 or 20. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but so let's let's just go to the actual game. Um, and it was. Bonkers. There was a large majority of this game that was just insane.
1: Ugly at times for for both sides. Yes. Like that play at the end, like the way the first quarter ended was just bonkers to where Mm -hmm. it looked like the Browns got the first down. And I hated that trying to get cute on like an option play. It's like when he's running to his left Watson Mm -hmm. and I'm like, just, you know, give it you got Nick Chubb and give it to him. Like well, they're in even, the same play basically twice in a row. Yeah. Even
0: even even before that. Even before that. So play number one from from the jump. Deshaun throws an out to I think that's your tight end, right? 88. Bryant, yeah. yeah. Bounces off his hands. Um bounces off Minka's hands. It was
1: weird because I don't think Brian meant to do this. He kind of just ran into Minka because that's where his momentum took him. It, mm-hmm. And then the ball popped out of Minka's hands right into uh, it, Alex Highsmith.
0: Alex Highsmith. Yeah, so Alex Highsmith, usually a pass rusher, was out playing in space. Mm-hmm. He catches the deflection, takes it down the sideline, scores uh, a pick six to start the game.
1: Which, if you're the Browns, that is the, the, wor- a worse, the worst start you could possibly have. Yes. Because I don't care how the Steelers looked the week one. And I, I might have been all high and cocky last week just because you, in the NFL, every time you win, it's like your Super Bowl chance, but when you lose, mm-hmm. it's everyone sucks. Yes. Um, anyways, um, Pittsburgh is not a tough place, is not tough. It's a very tough place to play, especially for the Browns, considering they've won there three, t- yeah, three times since 1999.
0: And they've, um, they, the Steelers have a 21-game win streak at home on Monday Night Football.
1: Yeah. And you knew Tomlin was gonna to have those boys ready. Mm-hmm. Like after like they were gonna be ready. They were licking their chops, not just because you're playing the Browns, because you want to prove that you're better than what you played week one.
0: It's it's absolutely insane to me he's been there seventeen years. They say that out loud and I'm like, that is insane that he's been the Steeler head coach Funny for how seventeen like time years. Like that. Yes. I can't believe like I say that out loud and I'm like, I still can't believe it.
1: And, and I don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a coach he is.
0: I think he's a. I waver on it. Playoff
1: success is what's really hurt him. Mm -hmm. Is he has, I think he's, I think you can agree, he's underachieved with some of the talent that he's had. Oh, for sure. I
0: I waver on him because I think that he is the ultimate underdog coach. When they're playing games Mm -hmm. they shouldn't win, for the most part, they compete in. That's Um, a
1: perfect. I, I think you've seen it the past like couple of years, like where I think they've overachieved, like, rec, like, He's gotten them to, like, as the season goes on, you guys play your best football. Yeah. Like, you know, you always look like, you know, it's this whole never have had a losing season. And then he gets them back to, it's almost like you're kind of running in place a little bit.
0: Yes. And and I think, so, when you hear stories about now, this is, like, to the extreme. This is Bill Belichick, right? Who's mm-hmm. the extreme section of it where, but you hear stories about Bill in those years that they were competing. He, he ran it like a, a very almost college-style practices where it's yeah. it's high-intensity at all times. You know, you're, you're going, going, going. You're getting the extra work. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't watch Steeler practices. I don't know what goes on there. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if, you know, the energy is kind of dictated by who they play, and that's why they right. either play down or play up. You know what I mean?
1: You always put – I feel like every AFC North team, you guys are always ready. Like, every so often, there's a game where you just get – you know, the snot knocked out of you. Like mm-hmm. the Bang like that Bengals game. Like in 2021 when he played the Bengals. Like the game in Cincinnati where they just blew you guys off the field. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only one Browns game, Brown Steelers game that has been like that in my lifetime, 2014 in Cleveland. But mm. Tom mm-hmm. you remember that, what game I'm talking about? Yeah yeah. Okay. But Tom always has him ready. And you have a guy named TJ Watt who just
0: he Matt put it best. Shout out Matthew. Um Matt put it best, but not shout out Matthew because it's hate week and I hate him so much. Um <laughs> I he love can him, Matt. he can not only wreck plays, but he wrecks drives. He yeah. has that ability yeah. to to completely end drives by himself. I know where, which one you're talking
1: because yes. you said this in our group chat. Yes, on the drive right before the half. Mm-hmm. He deflects a ball that Amari Cooper's wide open on the play. Yeah. And I don't remember where the Browns were in Steelers territory. Um, I think they're about like the 45 or something. If Cooper catches that, he's more than likely inside the 30 yard line. They might have been
0: closer because I thought it was going to be a for sure field goal because he they
1: kicked the 55 yard field. Yes,
0: goal. I think it was going to be like a a uh, a 44 it, yarder. They
1: ended up making the field goal there anyways, but yeah, so maybe if Cooper catches that, you get a little closer and you take a shot at the end zone and you score. Y- yes. You just don't know, but
0: but he he faked it, and I I think that's the other thing too. You can watch. I I love to watch, and they do the same thing with Miles Garrett too. Where offensive lines shift to his side, mm-hmm. and you can see they bring a guy over to chip him and then go, mm-hmm. so it gets a little bit of space, and they do it with TJ all the time. But that random time where TJ will look like he's pass rushing, and then he drops back and folds around to the middle and just deflects a ball down... He doesn't he's, he's
1: also like an outside linebacker too, a little bit, isn't he? I think, I think that's he, what he played at Wisconsin. He's listed as an outside linebacker. Right. I, I think technically. So he's not just a hand in the dirt guy. He can he can mm-hmm. he can he can actually cover. He can play in space. So yeah. he is not in, as beefy as uh, his older brother. No,
0: no, 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 Um, but his ability to do that and then the next play come
1: back and get a sack is I, I he's mean, a game record. Like yeah. If you guys didn't have him, the Browns win the game. Even if like the Chubb yeah. injury doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And, and so
0: it was, you know, we get that interception and uh the Browns come out, and I, I think the Browns ended up punting on their second drive. Um, I don't think you scored on that drive, did you? Or did you immediately score to make it 7-7? No, we we
1: we kicked a field goal. That's right. That's right. You got close to the field goal. The next drive is Grant Delpit picked off um they had the, can, yes. can he pick it. kick Penny Pickett. Um, yes, on the
0: stop route, and he 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 jumped the route and they got it really close. Yeah. Stop, we stopped you again to kick another field goal.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, Justin Hopkins just barely missed this one. Yes. And um, actually, uh, Okunjobi had the sack on the first down, which is what ruined the whole drive. And this yes. is – football is a game of inches here. Mm-hmm. Like So Watson was sacked six times to Ke- uh, Kenny Pickett's two. We'll get to Kenny Pickett more in here in just a yes, second. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. So I, I saw this uh, yesterday. They were showing, like, the clip because um, – if Wyatt, it was, Ogunjobi's a DT, former Brown and Bengal. Um, so it was Wyatt Teller who was blocking him. If Wyatt Teller can hold his block just for a second longer, Elijah Moore was open. Mm-hmm. Like he had, they lined him up in the backfield, So he had kind of run a little bit of a out. Mm-hmm. you probably know better. I can't describe it very well. He, oh, not really a wheel route, but he had lined up in the backfield, cut more toward the sideline and then cut like toward the middle. Uh, Texas route. Texas, uh, yes, okay. He was open.
0: Yeah.
1: If Watson were throwing him the ball, it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. But football is a game of inches, and he got sacked. And then the next play, they tried to screen pass him to joke. You guys snuffed it out, and then mm-hmm. we ended up missing a field goal. Yeah. And it was just like – and, and that, then, like, the next drive was when – I think you punted on the next drive.
0: Yes, and then you got the ball, and – so the Browns got the ball, and I think the Browns punted again too. I think it was three and out. I, or was I
1: think it was, if I'm not mistaken, when you guys stopped that fourth down play to where we got it, but Watson actually fumbled the ball. Okay, yeah, that's Jordan where it started. Recovered. Yes,
0: and we got, and then, and then a couple plays later is when they threw pick it through the out. Um, by I can never say his name starts with an o, yeah. Oga Ogle Tree or Ogle Ogleby. And you Yes, you you got barbecue chicken and you didn't invite me. Yes. Um
1: hurt my feelings. Yes. Grant Delpit <laughs> picks it up, fumbles it. He goes off Jeremiah Rousseau Moe's hands and bounces up and hits Mo Hurst kind of like it in the head cuz you know he, it bounces like that. And yeah. it goes out of bounds and since the Browns hit, were the last team to have possession, they kept the ball. Yeah. It was it was just like a bizarre like what the heck is going on. Yeah. yeah. And then this is the drive that Chubb got hurt.
0: Yeah. And then that ended in a touchdown. Jerome Ford touchdown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And
1: you guys had a false start on um,
0: on the field goal. We we're, yeah, were all sides. They the point. So they, they
1: you went for two and got it. The Ford ran. So it's eleven to seven, which is a bizarre uh, score. Yes. For a yes. Football game. But we hold you guys. Our defense was flying. Now, mm-hmm. I did say Kenny Pickett was asked. That was more me being a sore loser. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he's that great. But that Canada is not helping him.
0: So let's talk about the quarterbacks. I want to talk about yeah. both. We'll start with Pickett.
1: Mm-hmm. Kenny, <sighs> like he had his moments where I thought he made some good throws.
0: When Kenny stood in the pocket and he hit, uh, Pickens for that big long seventy-yard touchdown, that was pretty tough because he he stood there, took the hit,
1: he took a hit, it, yeah, put it right on him, um, and and Pickens did the rest. And I got I don't know. Was that, was that blown coverage at all? And I only asked because when they show, like, the replay from Pickett's view, Jeremiah russo kind of, like, puts his arms out like this as, as almost like someone should be there or, like, maybe I should be. There. And I, I don't know if I'm reading too much into that. It but... could
0: have been or it could have been. What I noticed early on is the Browns kind of selling the farm saying, we're going to dare you to throw with Pickett and we're not going to let you run the ball now. Which it, it worked. I think we even have bigger issues in the fact that, like, Najee Harris can't keep getting as many carries as he does. it's It's got to be... That was one
1: thing I wanted to say. I think, is it Jalen Warren? It's
0: got to be Jalen Warren. It's he's Yes, be, he's, he's he did, better. He, he is. He he runs he physical? harder. Like,
1: yes. Yeah. The one play that made me really mad was on like a third and eight to where there's a little dump off pass to him and the Browns got like three corners. Looks like they're going to stop him. He just runs through all three yes. of them and gets the first down. It might have been the play before the 70-yard uh, touchdown. Yeah. I, I think it was because it was like you know, you had, you know, he's got to bring him down, but he's so, he's running over corners. Like, yeah,
0: he, he just runs harder. Like, he hits the hole harder. He doesn't dance around it. Like, and like I Najee have seen does.
1: reports about that before the season tour. like, I, it might have been a Steelers beat writer saying, like, don't be surprised if Jalen Warren gets more carries than Najee. Like, yeah. it was just, like, he might be the better back.
0: Like, so, Najee yes. didn't do
1: anything really.
0: And, and the other, the other picket pass that kind of stands out to me that's like, okay, I see it. Um is he threw a comeback route to I think Allen Robinson, maybe it might it was either Allen Robinson or before Deontay Johnson went out, but I, I think it was Allen Robinson. Johnson Poor, never
1: played in the game.
0: Yes, yes. So it was it was yes, that's right. It was Allen Robinson. He threw a comeback route to him that he rifled in and got it like put it right on his was backside that,
1: hip. Was that for like was that on a third down play? Yes, yes. I, I know which one you're talking about. Put so,
0: it so. right on his back hip and it was perfect. And I'm like that was awesome. Um, and then he turns around, like, two plays later, and he's got a guy, um, it was uh Muth, like, wide open in the middle of the field and, in, in, like, soft spot of the defense, and he just floats one over his head. And it's like, you can't miss those easy ones, especially when teams are going to say, you're not going to run the ball on us. We're going to let you nickel and dime it. Like, go ahead. try Try to throw the ball against us. And he misses that, and it turns into third and long. Now, I had this discussion with David, too. So those, I can admit, there are times where he makes mistakes and I'm like, how are you missing that? Now, I'm not mm-hmm. man in the arena. I'm not playing it. But also, it's like, you get your reps and it's there and take it and don't force things. Now, he forced things to Pickens a little bit. I think after Pickens you got a your best bit. place
1: when Pickett caught the ball. Yes. And, Pickens, and I, excuse
0: me. Yeah, and I agreed. I was, you know, try to get him the ball more now. Don't force it. But if he's there, he's right. there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the... The one thing I will say is this, is, yes, does Kenny make mistakes? Of course. You know, I'd be a liar if I said I didn't. Am I going to stick by him? Yeah, because he's our guy right now. Like, if, you know, I'm going to be by our guy. Matt Canada's play calling at times yeah. is so he's not suspect. To
1: pick it out. like he's so I
0: suspect. To... It's crazy. It it's crazy.
1: Like that play that he uh, called um... – it was at the end of the game. It was right before it was your last offensive drive before it's a third like, and you one. took a knee. Where a third yeah, and one. it was like, or if not third, it was like third and two, third. It was third and very short to where it, <clears throat> if you got a first down, you were more than likely the Browns were more than likely not going to get the ball back. And if we did, it would have been with like probably twenty seconds left and no timeouts. Yeah, and it was almost like did he call like a quarterback? It was, it was a quarterback run play that the Browns did. Yeah, they snuffed it out right away, and you know he had. Mm-hmm. You know, he had no chance. And I and think, I thought, yes. like I said, our defense played great. Like, our defense is for real. Like, yes. The performance yes. against the Bengals was no fluke.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your defensive backfield is really, really good. Um, and you have a very, very solid front, obviously. Um, whose old buddy you got from the Vikings on the opposite side of. Zarius uh, Smith. Yes. Darius Smith. And the Miles awesome. are
1: going to be game records. Yes. He's going to be everything we wanted Jadavion Clowney to be. Yeah. Yes. And he's I will good. say this. Like, obviously, Miles didn't have any sacks. I know him, and we argue all the time who's better between him and TJ. I mean, TJ is really good, and, yes, TJ's probably uh TJ's got the accolades to make all, him the better. All-time
0: sack leader in Pittsburgh Steelers history.
1: Which is actually really crazy, because you bring up Tomlin being there for 17 years. It doesn't seem like TJ Watt's been there that long. No, no. Because him and Miles were part of the same draft class.
0: Yeah, because TJ was what a sophomore in college, so 20— Sixteen, twenty, seventeen. Yeah. So ten years. Mm-hmm. Nine years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The one thing Pickett, the one thing this is what made their stat. Miles Garrett was in the backfield all night. Mm-hmm. The one thing that Kenny Pickett did a good job of was he threw the ball away. Yeah. He didn't. And I, I think that's partially. How serious do you take pro PFF? It.
0: I think they cherry pick things sometimes. Like I think that they. I think mm-hmm. sometimes they like. Cherry pick certain advanced stats to use in certain ways, um, okay. to, to to either paint a guy as good or bad.
1: But yes, go on. Okay, but okay. So the point I was trying to make, you get Watson got sacked six times according to PFF because they 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 can uh record you know whose fault the sack is. Four out of the six sacks were Watson's fault, and mm-hmm. the the only ones that wasn't was the one Jovi had that was on. Uh, Wyatt Teller, and then um Jedrick Wills got beat. I can't remember by who, mm-hmm. but Watson has a tendency to hold on to the ball too long, and I think it's because he can run and he's working. He gets happy feet in the pocket, and I think this is what got him sacked, where he would run into his own lineman, kind of like he would almost trap himself, and then you guys just swarmed on him. So here's my question too.
0: that we can we could transition to Watson. Yeah,
1: but. He- The last thing I want to say about Pickett was Pickett did a better job of throwing the ball away yeah, that prevents sacks.
0: Yes, and I just still think, you know, he's still developing. The game Mm -hmm. still moves faster. Like, you can say that he's an older guy, which he is, and he's got more experience at the college level than some of these guys when they come in. But the game is different, and um, I still think there's times – and again, like Matt Canada, in that first quarter and second quarter, just trying to continue to run the ball when – you realize the browns are selling the farm like you've got to play action pass a little bit to get them to back mm-hmm. up to the Do you even do any play action? Not a ton. It was w- really what ra- what backed you guys up was that long 70-yard pass and then once we turned yeah. you on that it was like okay we got to back up and then we started being able to run the ball um and it's like don't be so predictable in these these senses of You've got to go with like heavy personnel and then run a play action pass to keep people back and keep people honest. And he just doesn't do it. It's like the concept isn't there.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's hard for and not just any a young any quarterback to when you have third and nine, third and ten half the time, which is the situation you were in. For, mm-hmm. Felt like a lot of the game. I didn't realize this until after the game. You guys did not run a single play in the red zone.
0: That's insane.
1: It's it, and it's like how do you lose a game like that? But let's get to Watson, which is. So here's
0: here's my thing on Watson. Um I have I have two things. And and mm-hmm. let's just talk about the the legs part of it because you've already brought it up so we can transition into it. He looks like he moves in slow motion sometimes, and this is what I mean by it. Is mm-hmm. like he can use his legs, but sometimes it feels like he like gets out of the pocket and instead of like having a sense of urgency to like get space to give his wide outside. He's kind of like
1: he's Still looking downfield as he's like moving. Yeah, but he's moving slow. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like he's not really, there's no urgency to like get space. It's there like... was one play, I can't remember when it was in the game, where he had broken out and he had a surefire first down and said he throws a, mm-hmm. he decided to throw the ball to Najoka. I had no idea. Yeah. And it was incomplete. And it's like, why didn't you run there? You would have had an easy first down. Like just, you know, get it and slide.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I thought he had a, he had a couple nice like scrambles but you know it, he got the little happy feet deer in the headlights which you know he kind of like got himself trapped in on like a couple different occasions and he did this a few times when he would scramble left he would put have the ball in his left hand and then there's someone like you know he's trying to like mm-hmm. hold him off with his right hand and it's like and, and you know like we... at least twice <laughs> And one of the plays, he miraculously somehow threw the ball away. Yes, and we haven't
0: even brought up the two personal fouls he got. He got the face mask on uh, when he was going for the stiff arm, and he brought him down. And then got the face mask when he was on the. Uh, he got out in the sidelines, and he so started. On Quan sho- Alexander. Yes, and he shoved Quan Alexander, which was
1: so like.
0: It's he so didn't not have needed. To do that. No,
1: so like, not needed. It was unneeded. Like, cool. yeah, they were both. They both kind of had a hold of each other up high, but it's like just you're both out of bounds. It, neither one of them until he kind of mm-hmm. swung or like whatever he did to Quan Alexander, like it was nothing like dirty, you know, dirty or intentional. It's mm-hmm. just like, you don't need to do that. Like that kills it. It killed the drive there. Like yes. it would have had, it would have been third and nine. And at that point they had kind of like, they had gotten at least one or two first downs on that drive. Look like they had a little something going, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one, well, they didn't, that obvious face mask when his face mask. Got yeah, red. that was, yes, that, that, was, bad. So, like, that was bad. That made me like so mad because it happened the last time we played you guys in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. With But, you know, you, you got to keep playing. You got to play through that. Yeah. But the, the his second face mask, that's what really. So at that point, we had started to, I think that was the best our running, rushing attack had looked since like we were kind of eating you guys up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was that, remember we had third and two, Jerome Ford gets the first down. They throw a a late flag because we had gotten it, and I'm like, oh, damn it, there's a penalty. And they call a hold on the center, Ethan Posick, and it was a hold. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to – he tackled him. So it's like, all right, whatever, third and 12. And then the Watson face mask happens, and it's just like – because I really thought with our momentum there, like I thought we were going to score a touchdown. If we went up 10 points, like That was the game.
0: That's a mountain to climb. That's a mountain to climb.
1: Especially with the way Pickett had played Mm -hmm. and the way our how our defense was playing, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna win this game. Like I was really feeling good. And Mm -hmm. then on third, Najoku fumbles the ball, and it's just like, are you serious? Yeah. And actually, the the Browns' defense held up. You guys didn't. You guys lost 11 yards. Like first and second down didn't Mm -hmm. do. It was third and 10, and Taki Taki sacked Pickett for 11 yard loss. It was like boom. The the defense like my dad says when whenever there's a turnover a good defense like doesn't allow them to move any like you force it yeah. three and out or if you're deep in your own territory you force them to a field goal
0: and that was that was kind of the story of both teams all night was yes. was offenses putting the defense in bad situations and the defense kind of answering and responding yes. no matter what um and so you know and and I'm not even going to lie to you this is breaking news are you ready mm-hmm. when the browns got the ball back uh at a certain point, I think it was in the late in the third, early fourth, I was like, I got to go shower, so I'm going to go shower, and and my wife just kept me updated. Literally, I stepped in the shower, and that's when the strip sack fumble TJ okay. Watt touchdown happened.
1: I, I like like how we got there because after we forced that last three out, we got the ball inside the 10-yard line again, mm-hmm. and Watson made another great third down throw to Elijah Moore on the sidelines. Like As bad as Watson played, he did have some nice throws. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he, he had flo- a couple,
0: we talked about Kenny floating balls. He floats balls too, though. It's really yes. weird. It's really strange. Yes. Go on.
1: Sorry. He, he, he has the great completion to Elijah Moore keeps the drive going. And I was texting Tony during the game and I'm like, Tony, I, I got a bad feeling here. And what my, what happened and what I said were two different things. What I was nervous about was, and we had just talked about it to where our offense wasn't doing really much and our defense was playing great. And this, I've seen too many Browns games like this, and football games in general, to where when you're off, when your defense is playing great, but the offense is not helping the defense out by mm-hmm. not staying on the field, the defense tends to wear down, and then like when you need a stop, you don't, you you don't, you can't get it, sort of yeah. thing. Like, like I was expecting the Steelers to at least, so, if not take the lead, like tie, like you would be able to move the ball to at least tie or take the lead, and then obviously. TJ Wall has to strip sack and mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I think that the to kind of to kind of put a bow on this for, for this game, um A, the AFC North is so tough. It's so tough to dump each other. It's it's crazy. It's gonna be- you don't get you don't get a division game off. There's no, no. easy division no. game. It's just constant.
1: But you guys like last year, every team went three and three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, we got it,
1: Baltimore in two weeks, and it's, that it, game it's, is
0: – Yes. We
1: got them at home, but that's going to be a dog fight.
0: It's crazy to think that you just waxed the Bengals week one, mm-hmm. and,
1: and that He's game – They're like the best team in the not yeah. in division, maybe even in the league. In yes.
0: And then you get an absolute rock fight with the Steelers that they win by four, that the mm-hmm. Steelers had one offensive touchdown, and like it you said – It did not look
1: good against the 49ers. Yeah. Like, they yeah. carved your, – your defense played much, much, much better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and I don't know if it's the Browns designed compared to Kyle Shanahan's designed plays and mm-hmm. things like that the 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 way that they stress you out but um so that um it's going to be tough I I I can't keep watching the Steelers offense. I can't do it. It's
1: Your defense is good enough to win you games. What I do you guys know. have this week? Uh I don't even know. I have to look it up,
0: um, which is really bad. You asked me too quick, and I okay. should have been prepared. And we'll, not... fi- we'll find out. Oh, the Ve- they go to Vegas. They go to Vegas. Okay. That's right. So I mean,
1: I, I you guys can win that game. It's uh,
0: yeah, if we're not too beat up, if we're not too, you
1: know. But the main reason you guys won this game was you made. Oh shit, you that's made the night of game too.
0: That's the that's the that's the night game on Sunday. Anyway, oh, go oh is it
1: yeah you guys mainly the main reason I think you guys won is you made less mistakes you didn't have any you didn't have any stupid personal fouls like running into the return guy when he makes a fair catch or yeah any of the deshaun watson i mean the face mask like when he mm-hmm. grabs it's like you can't do it but it's so much it's easier said than when you're running like full speed and you know trying to keep a guy off you like yeah yeah the one he had on Quan Alexander where he actually made contact with an official, not agreed, just, just put his hand on his shoulder. But mm-hmm. like, you, you can do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And not having Nick Chubb, like the rest of the year is going to really suck. But you, for us for the Browns to, I, I think that our defense is good enough to win this games. Like
0: mm-hmm. our
1: floor is I think six, seven, eight wins. If yeah. Watson. We're going to need, you're going to, we're going to need, whether we have Chubb or don't have Chubb, we're going to need Watson to be the Deshaun Watson of old, like for the Browns to like accomplish their goals this year.
0: Yes, I'd agree with and, that.
1: You know, like kind of like what you said about Kenny, I got to ride with, you got to ride with your guy. Do I think Watson will get better as the season goes on? I do, mm-hmm. but like just, He's got to be better.
0: You got to start seeing it soon because you don't pay that guy that much money to –
1: If if we're still kind of having these discussions a month from now or, like, late October early November, like – Yeah. You know. Could be trouble. And our schedule, like, we got the Titans on Sunday, which I think we should win that game. But the Titans are a similar type of team to the Steelers to where – I mean, I think T- Tanhill's obviously better than Pickett, but but they make Tannehill's you play their brand of
0: ball. They force you yes. to play their brand of ball. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's it's going to be it's going to be another Slugfest. fest, and then we got Baltimore after that, and then we have our bye week, and then after the bye, we got the Forty Nineers. So yeah. these next three games, like obviously they're capable. The Browns are capable of being three and one at going into the buy, and also capable of being one and three. Yeah. Obviously, two and two is like the goal right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like. You can live with that, but obviously you want to be a three and one. So, and they're going to ride Jerome Ford. Um, I I think Ford is will be able to handle it. The better he plays, and you obviously saw the news. We brought Kareem Hunt back. Yeah,
0: a guy that knows the system.
1: Knows the system. Um, yeah, just you can throw him right in there. Hunt had kind of looked like he kind of lost his step a year ago, like, mm-hmm. but he's still very effective. I think he'll be very effective as a third down back. Uh, he's a great pass blocker. Just but Jerome Ford's
0: yeah. the guy. Yeah. All right, Ryan, let's take a quick break. Come back here. We got another game we got to talk about, right?
1: hmm I okay. think the most important game that we were looking forward to.
0: Of course. All right. I'll see you in a second.
1: Hey there, everyone. Well, me and Ryan are taking a quick break.
0: Remember to go into whatever app you're, you're using, whether it be Spotify uh, or Apple Podcasts, and hit that subscribe button for us. Um, download the episode. Uh, Give us a rate, give us a review. It really does help with the show, and we really do appreciate it. Uh, And it goes a long way um, for both of us. So please remember to subscribe, and here we come back to the show. All right, Ryan, we're back. And going to be honest, we even talked about this. Um, We're only doing two games this week, and we already did one. We recapped the one from Monday. We're going to put a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of a, a lot of emotion feelings into Saturday at 7 30. Yes.
1: When We've been Ohio- talking about this one for an entire year. <laughs>
0: the Ohio State Buckeyes travel to South Bend, Indiana. I'm going to give the numbers. Right now, the Buckeyes are three point favorites over under 55 and a half. Ryan.
1: Oh boy, here we go.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Um, so a couple of things, and I, you know, we're obviously it'd be stupid for us to give winners or picks. We know who our picks are. That's oh, yeah. dumb. Um, we're just gonna talk about kind of how we feel going into this game. Um, I'll start. Uh, I think Notre Dame offensively has looked awesome. I think that. For okay. all those all those years that we've said we were like a quarterback away, Sam Hartman's that quarterback, right? You score mm-hmm. and I don't care who it's against, we scored 40 plus points in four point or four straight games so far. Yeah. Um once across the across C, right? And uh against Navy, who all all admit Navy's not the best. Navy gave no. uh Memphis a hell of a game though. Yeah. Um last week. Uh NC State who obviously is not like the cream of the crop of the ACC but and we
1: that game kind of went the way we thought it would. I mean, mm. you guys definitely pulled away like late but that was still a game like into the third quarter.
0: Yes. Yes. And um you know, obviously Middle Tennessee State is just is another tune-up and uh last right. week um getting uh East was it Eastern? There were so many Eastern Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Yes. Getting Western Kentucky um oh no that was you guys got western Kentucky. Yeah. We got central michigan. Central, michigan. central michigan. There was central michigan. There were so the many central kind of easterns, a, westerns.
1: Look like they gave you guys a pretty decent game.
0: In the first in the half, game.
1: yes. In the first
0: half and in the second half they they ended up Notre Dame was they, able to they, pull they away. They just didn't
1: have the horses to hang. No.
0: So, this is kind of what I'll give. I'll give my synopsis on what I think is good and bad with with Notre Dame so far. Offense is is good. I think the running game is awesome. Um I think I that agree. Audric Estime is a um Game changer, an absolute game changer. He, uh, his speed, his athleticism, he hurdled two guys in one drive, um, with two separate runs. Um, I, like I said, I think Hartman now Hartman makes, he only did it once. He floated a ball, uh, on Saturday. That was like a really weird one, but he gets guys in stride. He finds open spots. He, um, is really smart with the ball, um, Offensively, I'm not that worried. I am. The only one thing, uh, Hartman kind of got his knee twisted a bit uh, on Saturday. Um, From what I heard, you couldn't really tell in the stands that he had gotten any kind of injury or anything like that. You could definitely tell on TV, but they said after the game, it's essentially a non-factor. He just kind of more of a scare thing and kind of stretched out and moved it and was good. Um,
1: I want you guys at full strength.
0: I I want us at full strength too. Um, And so – uh, I was a little worried with that. What really worries me right now is our defensive front.
1: Um, Yeah. De- you got, Your guys' defensive line especially is not as good as it was last year. No. But you, it's still the best that Ohio – it'll be the best that Ohio State's played.
0: Yeah. it's not. We're not an experience. I think that's what's hurting us right now. There's, there's very little experience up front. Our defensive backs, I think, are going to be fine. I think that you've got to create some kind of special scheme, obviously, when you're going up against Harrison Jr., um, yeah. because that guy Mecca, can, Buka. yeah. And a Mecca Buka who both um,
1: guys are capable or a missed tackle away from like breaking a slant, like seven yards or something. Yes. Yes.
0: So, uh, it's definitely one of those things that you have to, you've got to account for both those guys. Um, but, uh, it's, it's really upfront. And now the Buckeyes don't, you know, for whatever reason, Ryan Day, leans way more past than he does run even when in situations where it's like you probably should be running the ball a bit more so mm-hmm. I'm hoping he keeps it in his head that way that we got to keep passing keep passing keep passing and uh abandon that aspect of it because that only helps Notre Dame and plays into their strength um yeah I'm ex- I, like it's it's a nervous excitement right now I'll just say that well, it's a nervous I excitement. I agree because I think and then I'll let, I'll I'll give you your time to go ahead and talk about talk about the Buckeyes and everything like that from Ohio State side yes if Notre Dame's going to do this it's got to be now because we have not had we've had great 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 teams throughout the past 15 years decade whatever you want to say but we've always been that one piece away that one guy that can really make throws be a game changer all that kind of stuff and Hartman is that guy. Hartman is the guy that can make the throws. He can make plays happen. He's going to win you games. He's not going to be a don't lose you games guy. He's going to go out and win you games.
1: I will say, you guys have to beat us if if you want to make the playoff. Yeah, like we, you, like you could beat USC and lose to us, and I still, I still don't think that would be enough for you. No. Now, obviously, we we don't know what the rest of the country is going to do, but. Ohio State, we can lose to you guys and still make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, because if you beat Michigan, if Michigan's undefeated when you yeah. play them, and you beat Michigan, that's and win the Big Ten, obviously, um, mm-hmm. that's that'll help out a ton.
1: But I feel the same. Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. Just that nervous excitement, mm-hmm. and you know because. Like Ohio State, we gotta buy after this game, and if we lose the game, it's gonna be a long two weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: let me get into the Ohio State. So Mm. we've started the season off with Indiana, Youngstown State, and Western Kentucky. I think, and though Kyle McCord was named the starter, like he would play first, like the competition wasn't complete yet because Devin Brown was still getting snaps with the first team in the first two games. And I think Ryan Day used. Um, okay. Stupid series. <laughs> Um The first two games were kind of like an, an NFL preseason to where he was just stealing things out to like, I don't think we really broke down either of their first two games, but Indiana didn't even try offensively. Like, no. They, well, they ran your dream offense, the triple option. Yes. Yes. It, it was almost like, cause Tom Allen's on the hot seat. He was like, Let's not get blown that Like, we're not going to win this game. Let's just – let's make the score look better. They lost 20 – Ohio State won 23-3, so it doesn't look as bad for him. And, of course, the next week they're not running – they're running regular offense, not the triple option. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. In the Youngstown State game, it was – Ohio State won 35-7. to It just – it was just really underwhelming. I think a lot of – even though, like, the game was never in doubt, you you just – you wanted to see more. Mm -hmm. And then Day officially – and McCord had looked better – like in the Youngstown State game, and Devin Brown did. So they officially named um, McCord to start it before the Western Kentucky game. And Western Kentucky was a good team. They got one of the better, like, passing offenses in the country. Like, it was yeah. a real – a test for the defense. I mean, Ohio State was obviously going to win, but it was a good test before you played Notre Dame. And Ohio State won this game 63-10. to And I think because of how they looked against Western Kentucky, boy, they finally they op- finally opened things up and played more aggressive a lot of people are feeling better about this game than they were kind of before the Western, before like Western Kentucky, before that, before last week, we feel better going into Notre Dame. Yes. yes,
0: yes, we yes, yes. Like, like if the Western, if the Western Kentucky, um, if, if, if the Western Kentucky game was closer, you're, you're starting to feel like, Ooh, is this a trend that's picking up? I do yes. think that, I do think the Buckeyes are just kind of finding their their rhythm. And, uh, again, that's kind of what I'm hoping is happening with Notre Dame's front seven on their defense. It's like we're just still trying to figure out our rhythm and our pacing and um, where to play and the fits and all that kind of stuff. Because, like I said, offensively, it's, you know, now I know Notre, or Ohio State's defense is a step up from what we've played, just like yes, everything with, with, with yes. Ohio State coming to play Notre Dame. Um, but we've played a Power 5 team so far. And so mm-hmm. like and putting up forty on them is, you know, just as impressive as as what I've seen, you know. A power five team is a power five team. So if Notre Dame now, here's the thing that it's a double edged sword. Getting in a shootout with the Buckeyes would not be my favorite thing in the world no. because you start to lose that track meet and it's yes, it things fall off the rails fast.
1: Yes. And the so with Kyle McCord, this is obviously his well, fourth start of the season, about fifth career start because he had a start two years ago. Um, he's gotten he's gotten better each game. Like, he he improved, like, Indiana game. He was better in the second half than he was in the first half. Against Youngstown State, he was better than he was against Indiana. And in West Kentucky, he got better, too, as the game goes on. Um, and I think – because Ryan Day talked about this. Like, two years ago when we played Oregon, like, he talked about how they put too much on CJ's plate in his second career start. Now – I think part of the reason he was saying is the defense stunk and it mm-hmm. couldn't really run the ball that well. So it was basically like CJ had to, he, he attempted through 54 passes. And I don't think Ryan day has an issue with him attempting 54 passes, but it was just like CJ. It was just too much for him. Yeah. And I I know he doesn't want to do that with McCord, but I don't think when he says that, I don't think that means, Oh, I'm not going to, we're not going to just run the ball the whole time. We're, they're still going to throw the ball, but I don't think, I don't think, that McCourt's going to attempt 35 plus passes this game, but I would expect them to, to run the ball. And also obviously to, are we going to see Georgia Ryan day? Like how they looked against Georgia, like just the aggressive full on. And I think you're going to see some of that. And I think you're going to see some, like we're going to try to run the ball. We're not going to try to overwhelm Kyle. Because the worst case scenario were to be, you know, you fall behind 14 to nothing. You get the crowd into the game. And though so I, I think Ohio state is in a better position if they fall behind 14 nothing than uh, the way Notre Dame would be because at least with our offense, we're capable and not saying you guys aren't, but
0: I'd say in the past. Yes. In, in the past. Yes. I think with Hartman at the helm, it's much different, he yeah. has the ability to make big plays happen. Um, and I think Estime also, even with the ground game, like he's shown if he gets an open space, he's pretty dangerous. So I would agree with you in the past. If, if yes. Notre Dame were to fall by, fall down by 14, it's kind of like, ugh, now we have to almost have to slow the game down to get the Buckeyes out of rhythm. But I think anymore it's, you know, we have enough athletes and we have a guy that knows what to do with them. It's, it's keeping Hartman upright, which, you know. Yes if the buckeyes have really a really good game.
1: offensive line and we do. i love how you brought that up because i think that's going to be the key matchup for our defense is can we cuz hartman and i don't know if you've noticed he holds on to the ball for uh, a yes. decent amount of time when he's yes. back there yes um and how state i think our defensive line like the defensive ends have been a little underwhelming i think these mm-hmm. than what you would like to see but like, last week against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, for a team that throws the ball as much as they do, they they don't give up a lot of sacks. And mm. th- we got pressure on uh, Austin Reed, their quarterback. Like, we we only sacked him. I think we had two sacks in the game, I think only him once. But we mm. were able to get pressure and force him to release the ball earlier than he wanted to. I think you have, if not one, at least two All-American tackles in Joe Alt and Blake Fisher. Yeah, yes, yes. And I'm going to say that. Fisher and Alt are going to uh, – him going up against JT, Tuamolau, and Jack Sawyer, Sawyer they're going to even themselves out. Yeah, But as good as your offensive line is, your interior, your your guards um, are kind of a step down from what mm-hmm. the tackles are. Mm-hmm. I yes. think that's a key matchup Ohio State can exploit. Because if you remember in last year's game, um, Mike Hall had a great – Mike Hall is our uh, one of our defensive tackles. He's – went healthy because he – up to a great start, but a shoulder injury just kind of slowed him down last year. He's a game wrecker, yeah. and he he had a great like, if not just him, like Tyreek Williams, um, Ty Hamilton, if we can really like wreck the middle, get pressure on um Hartman, like it could be a long game, like yeah. And I, I wouldn't be shocked with JT to a mole out if we try to move him inside and then bring like a Kenya to Jackson or Mitchell Melton in. So just other ways to get pressure, like
0: I wouldn't be surprised if you send a lot of blitzes too. If you're having a lot of four, you're having a lot of five, six guys, uh, you know, sends, and mm-hmm. basically saying and Jim
1: Knowles loves to to blitz. Yes, so.
0: saying get the ball out of your hand fast because we're we're coming for your ass and like, um, and I think when you have two really good, when you have a, a overall really good offensive line, you kind of yeah. have to do that. You've got to put them in bad situations to make decisions on. Uh, where to take the pressure and where to not, and so, um, but I I think that it's speaking from a place of truth. If we're in the trust tree, this is the best shot Notre Dame has to compete with one of these kind of teams with a with an Ohio State, with an Alabama, with a, with a Georgia, with with the quarterback that has experience, but he's he he can do more things. We have the athletes around him. We have, like you said two very solid offensive linemen, and the rest of the offensive line is no slouch either. Um, I think your tight ends aren't, like, you, you don't have a. That Stay kid goal, is really good, but he's just young.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Stay and is really good. He's just young. Who's the receiver that we should keep? Like, none of your receivers, like, really scare, I guess, guys who are going to make, like, big plays. but Merriweather you know, Mer- is really good. Merryweather Mer- is really good. Michigan's receivers. I said the same thing about them last year, and we saw what happened. So, that obviously, that doesn't matter. If you have a quarterback, you can hit them like it.
0: Merriweather in space is is pretty dangerous. So, um...
1: and our secondary is much like Denzel Burke's playing like uh, a first round pick that he. Mm-hmm. and then Davis and Nick had his best game last week, and Jordan Heroncock's Cox playing really well, like in kind of in the nickel. So, mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really excited to um, see how our defense looks in this game. And is mm-hmm. this the game that Jim Knowles finally? Uh, unleashes the Jack, which is a, like the most important piece of his defense in the past, which he hasn't really utilized at Ohio state. Mm-hmm. It's basically kind of like a outside linebacker slash defense, it, you know, dude, he doesn't line up with his hand in the dirt, but he just rushes the quarterback. Like,
0: yeah. He's
1: kind of but, a freelance safety. Yeah. Like could this be the game that they unleash M- Mitchell Melton and CJ Hicks are kind of the two guys who are mm-hmm. fit to play that position. And Jim Knowles said in the offseason that at some point this year, they're going to unleash CJ. Is this the game that, that that happens? Could be. Could be. Yeah. Um, But,
0: Ryan, I don't – I'm going to be honest. I don't know what's, what more to say about this game other than I can't wait for it to be here. I'm probably going to – um, my brain is going to black out. Like, it, I could be just completely sober standing there, and my brain is going to black out as the game starts because – of adrenaline and like you get up for these for like college football games. When you have games like this that are so closely connected to yeah. you and the people around you and it just, it puts a different kind of pressure.
1: And we had to wait till seven 30. Like this isn't yes. like a noon, like we have to wait all day for this. Game. Yes.
0: And so like, you really want, like you really want the game to be over, but you don't want to miss the opportunity of being right. a part of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, so, no, I agree.
1: Like um, you just want your team to win, and I don't think this game will be as clunky as last year's was, just because last year's was a season opening game. Yeah, and I think when you face off with like o- Ohio State hosting a Notre Dame or you know Notre Dame having to go to Ohio State, like that's not like I don't think either team really wants to start off like mm-hmm. no. playing one another. No, which I think Ohio State looked kind of clunky last year. I think mm-hmm. part of it had to do with Jackson Smith and Jigma getting hurt mm-hmm. and a lot of their game plan surrounded him and then he's out of the game. So like it changes everything. So you're adjusting on the fly Mm -hmm. and Notre Dame with Freeman, like first, well, second career game as a coach, but like, he's still new. He's still kind of figuring out how um, he was kind of figuring out what, what kind of team that he wanted, like what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I think we can argue he's still learning on the fly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing a better job of kind of understanding it's it's all process related, and it's all yeah. like you can't look at the outcome. It's got to be like one play at a time, one moment at a time. Like he's even, he's even said that before. He's like, I I becoming the head coach, you have these grand ideas and these grand pictures of what to do. It instead, you just got to focus not only game to game, but from series to series, play to play, moment to moment. Like how are you going to win those kind of things? And right. um, he's putting more things in perspective. I think that way too, which is really yeah.
1: nice. And I think, um, really, the big question for Ohio State on offense is their offensive line, which was, which I think has gotten better each week. And though Notre Dame's, uh, you know, your D line isn't as strong as it was last year, it's still the best that they've played so mm-hmm. far. And really, obviously, for me, worst case scenario, would be if the offensive line just plays terrible, um, you know, it, it could be a long night for Ohio State. But yeah, yeah not making predictions, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> yes. No, I got you. I got you. It, there's so many factors and there's so much connection mm-hmm. with both of us that like I even said when we were talking about getting ready for the show, we're talking about two games, maybe three, I think we're going to stay to two. Um, but we're talking about two games and it's the Steeler game Monday and it's the Notre Dame Ohio state game Saturday. And because I think both, you know, um, Like, even fandom, is just immense emotion that you put into it.
1: Yeah, I was I was drained after yes Monday night, and it's so it's so crazy, it's so crazy
0: because you have no control over the outcome, but it's like you know that it dictates a lot of your feeling and emotion going forward. It's it's a very weird. (laughs) I wouldn't change it for anything. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like it's a very weird. Like whenever you lose, it's
1: like I. I go through. I'm like, why do I care so much? Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm gonna be one of those guys who just doesn't like sports, yes, you but know? you
0: can't and you can't turn it off. you can't turn no. it off. but um, Ryan, like we said, uh, I'm I'm gonna tolerate you probably until Friday. <laughs> I think maybe even Thursday night when we start watching the other games come on and it's like the week actually begins, I'm gonna go, right. oh, yeah, no, this can't. So um. It's I think there'll weird. be
1: other people who you'll be dislike more than me on Saturday. For <laughs> I think so
0: too. No, I I do think so too.
1: I think that I, you can agree. I'm probably not more, the more one of the more mild ones when it comes to yes trash talking during the game. Yes,
0: you are. Other people like to um, yeah, which I I, I lean into it too. I can't help it. Oh, I like it. You it's, know, you're you yes. know. <laughs> I get I get fiery, man. I get fiery. I can't help it. I I get sucked in again. Football's a game of emotion. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and
1: I get what makes drawn it so in. great.
0: I get drawn in too. But uh Ryan, this was good. I don't know if we've ever done a football show where we talked about two games only. It it's gotta be that's gotta be something we've never done.
1: And I'm fine with it. I don't think we've ever yeah. had a week like this. I was cool when you said, like, do you want to just do Brown, Steelers, High yeah. State Notre Dame? I'm like like what it's, else is there like to talk about? Yes.
0: <laughs> and I don't think we want to talk about anything else. I think my brain wow. is so locked in to just that that it's like Oh yeah. You know, we'll just stick to that, but um all right Ryan, well thank you very much. Uh thank you everybody for listening. Remember to download Rate Review Subscribe do all those things. It really does go a long way for the show. Uh and we will see you next time. Go Irish baby. Go Bucks.